0: The Dode Fox Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Paul. He's Ronnie, and I'd like to confirm that I am very much on board the Jack Ross Express train. Thank you so much to everyone who came to the Garden at the end of May. It was such a great night, and hopefully you enjoyed it too. Join the conversation on our socials. We are at Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: Coming up on this week's episode, Jack Ross. Rumour mill, QA, live show review, pre season, smiles back for 2023, on this day with the Arab Archive, and we might need a new game before the season starts. It's all coming up in episode 149 of the Dode Fox podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Paul Dixon. Welcome to the Dode Fox podcast.
0: So, welcome back to the award winning Dode Fox podcast with the orange walking, sorry, hill walking Paul McNichol and in dire need of his beauty sleep. Ronnie Costello. It's been four weeks since I've seen your puss. How are you?
1: Very well, sir. Yourself, I see you're you're looking resplendent in your uh Dundee United bucket hat. Yes, it's looking magnificent atop that head of yours. Yes,
0: well yeah. done. I've got a big set to cover my big bonce, but here it's we are. Triple, triple XL. I, don't know, on, I think it's. An, I actually think it's an XL. It's a long time oh, since I've been in an, an XL. To be honest, you're telling lies there.
1: And it looks like a triple XL. You well, know, to me,
0: yes. Yeah. Bought two of them. wear them about the house. Got them on now. You know, superb. <laughs>
1: Stupid! You what know, you've been good. up to
0: the last few weeks, then, Rondo? Nothing. Just avoiding me. What's that? Just, just wanting to tweet the club. Where's the sign-in? When we're mm-hmm. signing somebody, Where's the strap?
1: Announce the jersey. Announce the sign-in. Announce <laughs>
0: Abdi. You know, announce one thing. One thing I, one thing I didn't nothing. think I would. I'd be messing you about during that was another manager disappearing. <laughs> no, no, that. that Let's was, just start uh, right there.
1: Yeah, that was quite the ride, wasn't it? it just it came out of nowhere. From f- my point of view, anyway, as as we've just said, we've not we saw each other for a while, so not really spoke too much about it to Rondo. But from my point of view, it just came out of nowhere, and then there was rumours that United had given Dan permission to speak to Rijeka, is that the Croatian team or whoever it was?
0: Yeah, and then there was
1: rumours after that. There was rumours after that that he'd been stitched up. <laughs> like there was no interest in him for Rijeka so you're thinking right okay well we're, we're done a hate to look for a manager but then he rocks up in Hungary and he's away it was all very surreal and it all it all happened fairly fairly quickly as well what was your thoughts right at the time when it was happening at the time I just I was just a bit of whirlwind like uh, it was it was similar in a way to when Robbie Nielsen left like I, I'm no a big fan apart of from people. where you are and what we were doing <laughs> well uh, it was slightly different for that but uh, it came out of nowhere and then when I started and thought about it I, I wasn't a, I thought well if he goes he goes if he does not he does not Like I wasn't I wasn't, a, I wasn't a heartbroken about it and I, I wasn't a, uh, I, just, I just wasn't a genuinely first I just thought well it's it's, it's fine he's, he's done a job mm-hmm. uh, it's fair a United point of view and fair fans point of view I was hoping that the manager whoever it may be was going to stay longer than a year because that's how we're seeming to get just now. And that's no great for building continuity. But like so far, uh, we've, we've it's worked, you know. Nielsen came in for a year and a half or a year and a bit, got with the league. Mickey Mellon for a season, kept winning the league. Tam caught winning Europe. And now Jack Ross is obviously going to win the league. So it seems to be working, but I just hope that the continual managerial turnover uh, doesn't come back to bite when theirs. And whenever you got
0: a chance to speak to
1: him. That's how he left. Like Seemingly there was a contract dispute. He went to Mr. Asgard's office the day after the season ended and said, uh, hey, that's my first season in the books and I've not been on the Door Fox podcast yet. So uh, I'm afraid I'm going to hit to walk out.
0: Am And I'm off to Hungary, yeah prick. That's, that's, <laughs> that's allegedly what happened. That's allegedly Can't what happened. Can I confirm that? I mean, should be in the rumour mill, but there we go. And... Um, at the time, obviously, it's another manager, and a lot of people are thinking, "Here we will go again," type thing. And you're you're actually going, and obviously, the the obvious joke's been made. Going up, oh, it's time for Adam to be the manager. You could see it coming a mile yeah. off, and yeah. uh, and you know, William Fox stay? what's going to happen there. And, think, and right away, it's like, well, I can't be for within. Like, I, I just I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see mm-hmm. it for a yeah. second year in a row. And listen. We we can argue we're blue in the face about how shite the league was, but somebody had to finish fourth, and I am absolutely delighted it was us. So job done. And on paper, I think we said it in the review show as well. That was job done. That that was the expect. That was what the minimum expectation was. Obviously, top six with being in Europe being that's what we really want, and yeah. you achieved it. So you're kind of like that, and then you're thinking, right, what's well, coming in, and there could only be one man. It was only <laughs> one name, and I think it was the first name I messaged. Going, it needs to be now. <laughs> and
1: I was yeah before you before you say anything here that might sound like a lie. I was fully on board. For the gig Orlando, <laughs> you Ireland. lying, and bastard.
0: I know, I know that you know that. So <laughs> come on, you're using Jack Ross. Uh,
1: come on. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> it wasn't for me. And I, I, I you've got I, previous can't for this, and it's worked out I'm no doing- bad. Exactly, and here and I hope it works out again because I'm I'm now fully on board. But yeah, it just wasn't for me. Jack Ross is just somebody that I'd, I never, when he wasn't at Tanadice, uh, I just didn't like. I, I I just didn't like him. Whether it's because he was the St. Mirren manager and they beat us to the league, whether it was because he was the Hibs manager and they beat us like we struggled against Hibs for like years, probably even before Jack Ross. Uh, Oh, I've always thought he came, he comes across quite smart, man. If he was chocolate, he'd eat himself. Uh what about the Cardies? Oh, the Cardies, they they pissed me off. <laughs> uh he scored he like he scored against us uh, for Falker. Are right? you went digging, did you? Yeah I did. No, but I remembered it, but I had to go digging to, to get the actual game. But uh, they beat us one nil years years ago and he was <laughs> he was the goal scorer. So uh my like dislike of Jack Ross uh goes back a number of years. But today, as I sit here and as people are listening on Independence Day, 4th of July 2022, I fully support the man. For anybody that shows up to the first day of work in a suit jacket and a pair of shorts and a moon boot, they'll do for me. They'll do for me.
0: (laughs) Ah, that's amazing to hear that. That's amazing to hear. So you are a fully paid up uh, member now. Uh, obviously there's a lot still to be done, a lot of work. I think he's now admitted as well, recently. Um, I mean, you can admit it to us in person if he likes. I mean, that, that offer is very much on the table. Uh, but um, but no, again, it's it's just when you look, and it's a lot of the same names, and I think when you look back, and the Zimmerman team done really well against us, it's Hibbs' team always done pretty well against us, apart from October there, and you just think, well, I'd quite like that. I'd like that to be my team That do that mm. and frustrate other teams and whatever I think it's going to be really interesting how he sets up Because he doesn't play a three at the back that often He did against no. a when they beat us three nothing um, <laughs> That's that it's been proven So it'll be interesting how he sets up uh, We'll obviously get to sort of the players he might want to bring in And the players that have left Ken, the, like he is walking in And I think he said that he's, it's a bit bigger out a task than he thought And they're playing a bit of catch up But it's not like the season's begun you know what I mean? Yeah. It has looked yeah. at the start of July. Yes, it's no ideal. Yes, we'd like to see some more players and whatever. But you have got that transition of well, one manager's just disappeared. It's probably lost a week when he was flirting in Europe with his pants down trying to get a move and then it's spent, it still felt like bringing in Jack Ross took another week so you've maybe lost a fortnight because listen, yeah. he might be out of work but at the end of the day it's not as easy as just saying right, Jackie boy. Bring your Cardi, bring your moon boot. mon up, Paul will forgive you, here's X amount a week. It's probably no as easy. I wish it was. Like I wish it was as well, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think the whole managerial change has probably put us, as you say, a couple of weeks behind schedule with, with regards to bringing in players because at least if there had been a, a continuation of, of Tom Courts in the job, then he probably would have known the positions that he would want strengthened, in, the players that he was wanting to add uh, but then when you've got a, a new set of eyes coming and looking at them, he's, he's obviously going to, he's going to know the players, uh, but he's going to want to really have a good look at them in training or as good a look as you can get at players in training, I suppose, before jumping into any decisions as to who to bring in. So, yeah, I, I could see, I can see people's frustrations when new players being brought in so far, uh, apart from Hark's, <laughs> but he was kind of here anyway. Uh, but, like I, I personally, I'm frustrated as well, but I would prefer that we take our time and we try and get the right guys in, rather than we just scatter gun, scatter gun approach, and just try and sign whatever's out there, whatever's available. So hopefully, in the fullness of time, it'll be all right. But uh, we, we do need to start getting our
0: finger. And w- what would you like to see for Jack Ross team on the park? Uh, Based on maybe what we've watched The last couple of seasons What would you like to see yeah, different?
1: More m- attacking More attacking uh, But if we're going to a, a win's a win, obviously But if you're going to offer me a 4-3 win Or a 1-0 win I'd probably take the 4-3 win To be honest with you Just because it's more exciting 94th minute uh, scenes. Uh, uh, Paul, Paul Riley running one.
0: along the front of the East <laughs>
1: at uh, Full win. speed <laughs> Yeah, you just want it to be a bit more exciting because the last couple of seasons, haven't it been been? Uh, the, the the fans, certainly the the away fans last season, and we, we talked about it all year, absolutely incredible support that they gave the team. Uh, and at times they deserved so much more than, than what we were getting, uh, which is slightly bizarre to say because we did finish in fourth place. We're all excited about the, the possibility of a trip into Europe uh, but just the actual entertainment for the field to play, it wasn't really on a par with the backing that the team were getting. So hopefully a wee bit more attacking. Uh, the, my only concern is that that comes at the cost of maybe a wee bit of slacker at the back. I, I, I don't know, I can't. I'm not sure. And to your point about he doesn't play three at the back, I'm not sure how you shoehorn in Ross Graham, Edwards and Mulgrew because they were both probably were best I mean if you had a says to, to me and you if, if somebody had asked us right you can only play two of these three at the back at the tail end of last season I'm, I'm honestly not sure who I would have left it because they, they, they were all doing a job they were all doing a very good job and I am and I say that as somebody who doesn't even like the three or five at the back because we seem to be exposed doing the wings to, in, in that system but I'm not sure who I would leave out with Ross Graham, Charlie Mulgrew, and Edwards. So that'll be interesting to see moving forward. But I think his teams will be set up to be slightly more attacking.
0: Mm, I think it's as well. Somebody said at the start of the season, after we watched the Aberdeen game, that you'd end the season and your first choice back three was uh, Edwards, Mulgrew, and Ross Graham. There I went. Don't think so. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, and I've seen in the some of the training picks as well. Ross Graham's inherited the number six. Shirt mm-hmm. for next season So Big plans for the boys He's I mean he's A, a huge favourite of ours yes. Here as well I mean talk about a boy Taking his chance It's unbelievable So Yeah it's going to be interesting How he How he does that If he sticks with a three Or goes to a four So I guess That's what pre-season And all that is Is for And it's underway Lost three to To Falkirk yesterday Ross must go So um <laughs> It's one of them Like I think he said It was just a case of You know for a heavy ten days but they needed to get a game. It was a more yeah. senior start, then it was more younger in the second half. They'll play another closed door game this week. They'll then head to Spain for five to seven days, whatever it is, then it's Sunderland at home and Fleetwood away. And then mm-hmm. Then we're in the start. Then we get underway, uh away we're from Kilmarnock and then Europe. So it's Yep. It's all go. It's gonna be all a real. Go. And
1: that's, it's and a that's why we, we we need to get the the wheel turning at uh in respect to getting some players in. And we're because we don't want, to, don't want to start short.
0: No, and we're getting a him-friendly.
1: Exactly, it's yeah. been a you wee while. To, yeah, but then that's because we've been in that League Cup. So if you are if you were going, to, you, you can't really hear a, a, a league-friendly. It's certainly a him. If you're in that League Cup, because even the English teams aren't back until a certain date, but you've got to be back a wee bit earlier to prepare for that daft League Cup stage. So... That's the reason for it. So that's that's another positive for finishing fourth. You, you get this, don't want to call it a glamour friendly, Tony Sunderland. No offence, Mr. Riley. But uh, I'll be there. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, as you say, it's, it's a wee bit of a novelty just now. And then the week after, I'm I'm hoping to get tickets for the the Fleetwood game as well. Because I cool. we could see there being a big crowd heading down there. Go I've on. certainly got my hotel booked.
0: Go on, surprise us. Get a you're, you're going to the Dode Fox for the Sunderland game. Go on, shockers! Correct.
1: I'm going. I'm going in uh, the door fox. I'm going in the door uh, fox. Who was the last home anyway.
0: friendly that United had?
1: Oof. Uh, maybe one that I missed. We got to beat one 0 no. no. Everton was it? Everton. No, no, it was not Everton. Yeah. Uh, Troy Deeney scored. Oh, Watford, <laughs> 2015. Yeah. yeah, that was the day. I remember that day very well uh, Rodney Schneider I met him in the club shop that day I thought you were go, the him. <laughs> I mean I could have met him in the club bar if I had went there later on in the ah. day uh, but yeah I got him a photo with him clearly jinxed him uh, he's never been the same uh, played about 23 <laughs> minutes for
0: a while and that was him oh, for God. Um, yeah the Fleetwood tickets apparently go on sale after this episode's come out uh, but there's only a thousand tickets and there's apparently two thousand wanting to go, so that'll be a laugh.
1: And it only <laughs> holds something like just over
0: five thousand as well, the ground. So yeah, the way supports only about twelve hundred, eh? So it's uh, uh, it's about, uh yeah, it'll be a bit mental that in so Yeah, it should and, be good. And then like you say, it's come on away and then <laughs> Europe Europe starts. I mean it's yeah, it's incredible. The draw for Europe's about two weeks to mourn, I want to say, seventeen, something it's, like that.
1: I think it's the 18th 18th tombstone. yeah but my my understanding is that it's the draw before the round that we come in so it'll be team A versus team B and then United the draw for the next round of that would come out and then it will be United versus team A or team B so we won't know exactly who we're going to be playing but we'll know it'll be either this team or that team
0: it's a rare laugh
1: it's a right laugh. It's eh? a right laugh yeah. trying to plan. So, get, so get there'll the... be hotel hotel rooms booked our Europe, oh, and then
0: they'll fuck. get half of them will get cancelled the week later. I uh, I think it's, it's it's that it's seeing again the country as well comes into it. you know what I mean. Kind of could be a fortune, like and I, I like, I'm desperate to go, but there are still same. things that same
1: happen, yep. like here yeah. we we spoke about it last season, Rondo. Ups Abs- I mean, uh, it's it's a dream to see my my team. Abroad, I would love to But I can't, I can't sit here and say to you 100% I'll be there Because we kinda hate to wait and see what we get Because if it is Kazakhstan A team of out there I mean that's That might break the bank like that <laughs> I'm not sure I could afford that unfortunately uh, uh, But we'll th- see, we'll just to wait and, and see And I
0: think in an ideal world I'm looking to go Thursday, come back to Friday Very, very quick trip I think
1: uh, I can, hopefully we got Motherwell
0: well <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that they I'll not. go to the games. To be fair eh, wheels or Northern Ireland For your first day It's not a bad way away do That I suppose It's doable It's doable <laughs> On a Thursday though eh Brutal uh, <laughs> But our pre-season Is, is underway So it, it'll be interesting To see what more Comes out for that Over the next uh, Little while they obviously go to Spain And they'll play a game out there And say um, Hopefully we'll see Signings So Obviously, before we get into what's come in, there's a lot of boys disappeared as well. Uh That yeah, in numbers you're thinking needs replaced, but I think it's only really the players that really played a part. But you know we've said uh, Adrian Sporla's left, who has had a very indifferent few but, uh, years. A player. But what a what a guy! Like what a guy! I mean, the unpredictability was brilliant at times, but my God, was it frustrating at other times. But he just seemed like yeah. a great guy and come at a really tough time and whatever else. And always gave you always gave 100% at least, you know what I mean? He always wanted to go for that.
1: Yeah, but he, he was a bit part player uh, in his time at Dice, which is, from his point of view, it's unfortunate. Uh, so I, you can only wish him the best moving forward because when he came over, kind of over in the championship, uh, I still remember his debut against Hearts, he got a bit of a roasting for uh, the winger, I think it was Jamie, Jamie Walker that up, night man. or something. Yeah. Got a bit of a roasting and, uh, and from that point on I never really thought he was a defender. I always thought he was better. we better further up the park. Uh, but no, nah, he, he scored some important goals for us. Uh, he contributed to us and at certain times. So I uh, he, he goes with, uh, with the best wishes. But it wasn't a surprise that obviously he, he never uh, added to his, his tenure at Tanadise. I think he got offered a year, he said and. And some press reports But uh, it was no surprise When he when he left
0: And then you look at You know Max Biamu Who Max Biam who uh, <laughs> Obviously left uh, I mean I, I generally don't think I have even seen him play I don't think I did um, uh, i seen him At Easter Road oh.
1: uh, I don't know Can I have he played any there or not But i seen him At Easter Road That was his debut The fans sort of sang For him and When he's warming up we got about half an hour on madness, madness. Uh, Lewis Nielsen's off the heart. Now that was a shocker. That that was a shocker. Uh, I don't know exactly what's went on there. I think there was maybe a a contract dispute that nobody was really aware of until it was probably too late. I think he was wanting guaranteed games in his contract, and we're not in a position to guarantee games to to players. So it's it's unfortunate. Uh, I would have, I would have preferred the club to keep him because I think there's, I think he's got loads of potential. He's only was he eighteen, nineteen, just turned nineteen or
0: something. uh, he's, uh yeah, he's just turned
1: nineteen. I mean, we've we've joked about it for a couple of seasons. It feels like he's built like an absolute machine. He's he really is. He's like uh, the way Louis Appery was when he broke into the team. He's. Uh, yeah, I I personally think that he's going to be a good player, and uh, it's a bit of a blow that he's he's been allowed to leave. And then obviously we've got the the possible future dispute about whether we're going to get any money for him because Hearts are saying that's a free transfer. He's got a contract. He's to done whatever he's had to do, and United are saying dingies. Uh, we'll be tucking some money out your coffers for this for this young gentleman. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, and then again. I don't know the ins and outs of how that system works but what I do can is that a player named Charlie Telfer played about 20 minutes for a team called the Rangers in Division 3 and then a, a big team bought him and that big team had to pay just over £200,000 for him because he had played in the first team for 20 minutes in Division 3 so uh, on that basis I'm expecting about £7 million for Lewis
0: Nielsen yeah. if who, it
1: goes to the tribunal who
0: has played 19 times in the Scottish in the League?
1: Yeah, so well, it'll be interesting to see. Like, I, I'm joking there, but so we ten grand, <laughs> probably. <laughs> like, I really, I really, really don't again how they work out, and uh, like what Harps are saying, we haven't done. Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know again the technicalities to that, but you would think on paper that we would be entitled to something because he's been at Dundee for amount of years. He's played 19 games, which is no small amount of games. Uh, and then he's, he's left to go somewhere else which is fair enough, it's within his rights uh, it's a wee bit of a blow but we sh- we surely should be due some sort of compensation mm. um, you would think
0: Trevor Carson, finally uh, he's agreed to sign for St Man. he's went to join Stephen Robinson there he obviously did
1: <laughs> yeah, he's joined his old man yeah. uh, that, I, I would have kept him personally, I would have kept him uh, I'd, I'd we don't know the story behind that maybe he didn't want to be there maybe I mean I, th- I personally think and I'm basing this on nothing other than my own hunch but I think that he was maybe brought in when he was brought in because we assumed that Benji was going and he would have been number one at Tannadice last season but then Benji stayed uh, and he, he couldn't get in the team but when he did get in the team barring one goal that we keep bringing up uh, the Hibs goal the first goal in the League Cup barring that goal did not think he let us do. You know he played at Ibrox that game when we had the kids. Uh, I think he played that game with a keeper as well.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, he played at St. Johnson when Peter Pollock scored the winner in that game. I think Trevor Carson's a really good keeper, so it's a bit of a blow that he's uh, he's been allowed to go to St. Mir.
0: Yeah, one that's left kind of has went quiet since about Christmas time. I think oh, it's flew hoty. Also a contract. Is he away? I would imagine. I his contract was up in twenty twenty two.
1: Bizarre. Bizarre because he was on He was kind of flirting with getting into the team And then the January transfer window rolled around And there was talk of us putting him out on loan And then there was rumours saying that he wasn't really keen on that idea uh, He wanted to stay and fight for his place And he was never seen again he, So he bizarre, bizarre what happened there
0: Yeah, um, Mark McNulty is obviously loan spell first And uh, Kevin McDonald's He's he's away. Yeah, as yeah. Well, I don't know where he's going to end up. Uh, yeah, like
1: Mc Mcnulty gone like Christ Almighty. He was at Dice for two years and he didn't pull up any trees. So he might he could go elsewhere and and he might be a success. I don't know, but I just think that yeah, it never worked at Dice for him for whatever reason, whether it be the system or whether it just be that he's he's no got it anymore. I don't know. Kevin McDonald, I think he came in and he he done a job for us when he came in, uh, but it was a surprise that we didn't keep him on. Uh, I don't care how much how much of a, a gem that he that he would have got. So it, it's it's nah, I'm I'm not overly fussed about
0: the two. And Benjamin Seagrest after his nice farewell messages, decided to become a man of mystery, delete eyes Instagram, and be a full up paid member of an arse cheek. And he changed his name he did he's Ben isn't he sort of Ben <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: like, good luck to him. Like uh, no against United obviously and I don't know I, I don't know if Joe Hart's still going to be staying there I would imagine he's going to be number one so Benji uh, would probably start as the second choice I would imagine uh, but it, it was no surprise I think he's, he's no United fan he came in and barring a barring a couple of games I suppose laterally he was very good for us once he got in the team kind of really fault him he was great when he was speaking to us he's he's always been great with the fans anytime they've interacted with him but yeah it was strange when he when he went to Celtic and deleted all previous history on his end social media accounts that he's ever been at Tanadise so I don't know if they're instructed to do that when the signs are under the earth's cheeks or if it's just a decision he's taken who knows who knows but he goes he goes uh, we my best wishes, like, but it's uh, I can't say that I'll be keeping an eye on his career anymore. Of he's at he's at any of them now, so can can't root for him. Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. See
0: him pretty early as well, 28th uh, August at Talladega. <laughs> well,
1: well, you'll probably see as much of the game as me and you because he'll be sitting <laughs> on his ass. He would say, think, uh, but you know what? He's he's got a, sh- a short career. He's only recently. And like I say that from United, like the, the team he was at before us, he was their first choice keeper. Came to United, took him a wee while to be first choice keeper. And he's obviously got a taste for it, but then short career money was, you're you're looking to cash in. So he's he'll be on a lot more where he is now than he was at Tannadice. And if he's happy to take it, it's in, in many ways, it reminds me of Zaluska. Because Zaluska was at Tannadice, although I would say Benji was probably better than Zaluska. Uh, Zaluska went to, to Parkhead can I can you can and Patsy can he wasn't going to get a game eh uh, and he he coined it in so he, he probably made a fair walk and I'm assuming that that, that Ben Segrist going to make a fair walk of Dosh as well
0: like got a up in the person, huh? anyway so that's the players that have went out some may still go out we don't know players coming in What's holy a- a mother of god Inject into me when I was reading the paper this morning that Dylan Levitt is on his way, apparently. Best on earth. The for best on earth three hundred thousand pounds and whatever else he wants. Burns do ah, date for him, dinner care. Yes. yes. That's that's some it's some statement of intent for the owners yeah. to go out and pay that kind of money when we've mm-hmm. paid a hundred grand for Tony Watt and we kind of went, oh, hundred grand but £300,000 if that's to be believed with loads of add-ons and whatever it's a deal you've got to do it?
1: yeah I would say so like uh, we were talking before you hit record and there's like, I'm not a big fan of United spending money these days because we didn't really hey much money and in the grand scheme of things £300,000 is chump change to a lot of teams these days it really it's nothing like it's a it's not even some players weekly wage in certain leagues uh, but to United, that's a lot of money, you know. But that might have been the difference between us finishing sixth and finishing fourth. So the owners are I think they're speculating in the hope that they're going to accumulate later on. If Dylan Levitt comes back to Tanadice, uh, even if we get a season out of him, Rondo, if he plays as well or better than he did last season, you know, if you if you're the owners, now I'm not saying this as a fan because I'd love him to stay at United forever and be the best player in the world. These things do not happen, perfectly in my dreams. So if you're the owner you're you're more than willing, I think, to spend three hundred thousand pound because further down the line, you can envisage him coming in hitting the ground running because he's been here before. It's it's no as much a gamble as it would have been a year ago spending three hundred grand on him. When you didn't really can how he's going to be uh, if he play if he if he lives up to what we all think he can live up to. Sky's the limit for the lad, and uh, you know the club will get the money back. No doubt in my mind.
0: Absolutely, I think he's one of them that was due to return to training just this week. Well, oh, man, you because he would have got extra time for being part of the Wales squad mm-hmm. and stuff. And, you know but so- well,
1: That's probably went in our favour as well because he was in the Wales squad and then he came on loan to us, and it never affected his chances and his abilities to get in the Wales squad. Now he wasn't maybe getting as many games. I think he's been unlucky a couple of times through the Welsh, mm-hmm. uh, where he was he's maybe picked up an injury in training in the international camp. Uh, but he did He did have a game Probably a few weeks ago Now against Poland away And he absolutely ran the show For his country So The, the lad Here I, I'm not saying anything, anybody that listens to this Can Disney can, sorry uh, The laddie can be absolutely brilliant for us And if we can pull it off To get him back That's off to Whoever's done that deal
0: <sighs> Just can't, Just Just scarf above the head That's just That's just what we need you know what I mean oh, I'm modeling the new strip. People can talk about Ken, oh, it's no done to contracts are signed and all this. See until uh, I see a strip on or a scarf, that's when it's real. And that's when it's yeah. the real deal. Um so that would be amazing if that was to happen. Uh another name that we've been linked to uh Alex Gogic. was at St. Murray unknown for Hibbs, who'll know obviously Jack Ross fairly well, I would think. Um he would be a bit of the brawn in the midfield, given Mister Butcher is uh, nowhere to be seen for whatever reason. Uh, mm-hmm. and reasons we'll definitely not get into for what rumours you hear. Uh, I would, and if we're taking it as his day is done, do you, as a fan, would you like to see that kind of player replaced—the yeah. hard hitting tackling, tickling boys bars? Well, you, I mean, you <laughs> didn't
1: have to be tickling boys, but. I think that we need that sort of player. We need, because who who have we got? Like Harkes, Lever if he comes back, Glass, Meeusen, yeah. yeah. Mohre. Th- these boys are all good players, but there's no much dig there. I would say. So yeah, I would definitely. I would like to see somebody with a bit of dig. Is that guy Alec Gogic? Mm, I'm, I'm not sold on that idea. If I'm being totally honest, uh, but but if he comes in, he comes in. I think. I think there was a guy, I think Mr. Sento on Twitter, I think he'd done like a comparison between him and Butcher. And it was very, very similar. The one thing I would say in Butcher's favour is that he he was very versatile. He could go to the back like we saw him last season and he had great games at the back. Uh, some people would say that was his best position. But uh, as you touched on, it does look like Butcher's away. Uh, I, I don't think that that's a surprise to anybody for, for whatever reason. Uh, so that that sort does need replaced in my opinion and if it's a Goggich it's Goggich we just but hey, go get on board with that
0: well if you weren't on board with that then. <laughs> let's throw our new number 9 in that I've been telling you for weeks and you could tell how you reacted to Danny Mullen.
1: see uh, no, nah, it wasn't a good reaction it wasn't a good reaction and it's still not a good reaction that 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 does nothing for me. At least Absolutely at least once nothing. a week,
0: I text Paul saying, "I've heard Mullins come in the morning," and every week I get the same response, and he bites every week. Exactly. No,
1: it's uh, it's it's a disgusting rumor <laughs> that I'm not even happy speaking about. I'd, no, it's it's no for me. It's no for me. I I, I think, and I uh, then again when when you're turning the piss and when you're. And when you know, when you're being serious in a text message, it's hard to say it because you're like, ah, oh, but it's not any worse than McNulty. And uh, like, it might not be any worse than McNulty, but McNulty wasn't up to it. So, can we needing better than McNulty. Uh, so, nah. The the world of football has a lot of players in it. And the striker and centre-forward position alone has a lot of players across the globe that I believe are better than Danny Mullen. So, I wouldn't... Nah, I'm not on board with that at all. I wouldn't... Uh, I couldn't celebrate
0: that Honestly Incredible stuff Every week we fail Then I tell Paul That uh, Jack Ross Was getting unveiled With Danny Mullen <laughs> that, that was a meltdown ah. And a half ah. And then he rocked Pod, up Podcast was cancelled Was it done. that day okay, done. Nah, we, we went we separate ways For a couple of hours right. <laughs> um, Apparently a deal For Xander Clark's very very close
1: Yeah Yeah Well It's knowing that excites us Because he's got a daft beard But if, if it, again, if it happens, it happens. I'm, we we what I do, What I will say is, we definitely need another keeper uh, because we've only got Ericsson just now, and then you've got young boys. I know you've got Rory Adams. that was out on loan last season, but he's he's maybe too young to be trusted uh, in the top team at present. I would think you've got Jack Newman, who we brought in a couple of seasons ago. Never really, no idea if he's any good or no. I I've no idea. No idea. Uh, So we need to bring somebody in. I suppose on paper you're looking at somebody that's consistently in Scotland squads if you you get Xander Clark in. Uh, But I've never, I don't know, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure if it's snobbiness for me looking at him thinking he was only at St John's. Of course he's going to look good because the keeper there has to mark quite a lot of saves. I'm not sure. I think he would take a a win me over if if we do bring Xander Clark in.
0: What if he just shaves his beard off?
1: Oh, I'm fully behind him. I know just because I sit behind the goal.
0: <laughs> and uh, a final name to throw: Yes, Stephen Fletcher. Stephen Fletcher, yeah.
1: Uh, I think he's ages were me, and I'm 45 in a couple of weeks, so it would be. He's definitely no ages with you. <laughs> no, but he's he's no he's no a young thing anymore, is he? But he, no. he was definitely a good player. He definitely was a good player back in the day. He wouldn't be cheap. I would suggest. Uh, and I'm not even sure what age he is to be honest with you. Thirty-five. Friend, but, uh, so, well,
0: go on, see it. What did you say last season? Come on, about the old 30, boys that signed. Come on, tell I think one.
1: it's. I think it's easier to get away with being a 35-year-old defender than it is a 35-year-old attacker. Okay. But he's got pedigree. He, he can't where the goal is. I I've not followed his career for years and years. I don't. know can. I'm not even sure where the hell he was playing in the Stoke. last couple of years. He was at Stoke.
0: Eighty-two right, okay. appearances in the last two seasons.
1: Well, that's that's decent, man. Like he's obviously he's fit. Like it's no like when Mulgrew came, he came having played about eighty-two minutes in the last two seasons. Mm. Uh, well, no, that that's that's uh, something in the pros column for him, then. But wouldn't it be against it? I wouldn't it be against somebody like Fletcher because we need we need upgrades and we need improvements up front. What have we got just now? Nicky Clark and Tony Watt. is that it? We've got two strikers. Maybe mm-hmm. Darren Watson, but then. Christ knows where we'll play him because he's been right back, left midfield up front. Half expecting him to be our new goalkeeper. So anything could happen, but we definitely need reinforcements up front. So Stephen Fletcher might fit the bill.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. It could be a busy week and fingers crossed it is a busy week on the signing front as well. Uh, One bit of news that came out last week, which was quite interesting to read, is the Eddie Thompson lowers nearly a complete sellout. For the 22-23 mm. campaign, um, there was fewer and 40 seats at the time. It, it might be a lot less than that now. And uh, full season ticket sales is just a ball hair. They'll not put boy hair in their statement. We'll put ball hair in ours. Uh, a ball hair off of 5,500, which is an all-time high, uh, surpassing the previous record of 5,126, which was set uh, just last summer as well. It's, it's incredible for that, that again, given... The frustrations of last year, what some people said they were watching, but then again, the excitement maybe come back. going, well, you know what, I didn't go last year, but the finish fourth, you know, there's obviously something happening, I want to be a part of it. They had the deal, obviously, you can take two kids We had stuff like that overall. But you just think, you know, when we play, I can't believe I'm, what I say, I'm getting excited here, but the opening league game at home against mm. Livingston on the 6th of August, you yeah, know, um, it could just be yeah, it could be an incredible one, you know. Um for that and well listen, we might be at home two days before three days before it in Europe, we didn't know, uh, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's just incredible to see the numbers again. I know we've 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 praised the away fans and the away days and, and all that. <laughs> and to get these numbers at home, obviously with all of ten thousand people to turn up, it's not as easy as that. But five and a half thousand, it's no bad going. It's no bad.
1: It's pretty good if if that's if that's a record. We can't knock it, can we? Uh, So yeah, the the more the merrier. Uh, The the atmosphere at Tannadice, if if we're being honest, it's no it's not always the best. You know, it can be overly critical at times. Uh, Maybe justifiably, I don't know. Uh, But when you when I compare it to the away atmospheres, it's uh, it's almost incomparable. You know, the the away fans or the, the the fans that follow away they rarely get on the players' back, whereas at home it's probably quite easy to get on the players' back. Maybe because we play better away from home, maybe maybe just because people turn up to be entertained. I'm no sure. I'm not sure. But to sell that amount of tickets on the back of the last two seasons of playing relatively uninspiring, unentertaining football, is uh, some going uh, so hats off to each and every person that's bought a ticket.
0: Absolutely, and uh, over the summer as well, uh, Dundee United uh, have well basically the women's team are coming under the official umbrella of the club ahead of the yeah. uh, debut season in SWPL one. <laughs> of course, SWPL two title winning women's team. It's quite a, that's quite a nice thing. I mean, I don't know much of the ins and outs and how these things work, but you know, I always assumed they were. With the club But this is an mm-hmm. actual Under the banner Full on Crack on yes. And again you, you mentioned it beforehand You know They're playing The likes of The Earth cheek The other Earth cheek Glasgow City Hibs You know in a 12 side SWPL1 next season It's It's not going to be easy Is it for them But It's it's not going to uh, Some weeks
1: Are going to be Just a nightmare uh, I think they'll get Turned over a couple of times And there's There's really not much They can do about that like, the, the manager of the, the club, from having spoken to him at the the Women's Player of the Year, that myself and, and you were kindly invited to, uh, and you were busy that night, I think you were flossing your teeth or dyeing your hair or something. Whatever, whatever you were doing, I don't care. But I, but I was there because I heard the word buffet. Yes, the manscaper,
0: had the lawnmower.
1: <laughs> My goodness. And I worked a treat. So, yeah, I showed up, but he's... Uh, the manager Graham Hart, he's actually got a budget this year, which it's it's no very much, and it's basically it's essentially just going to be used on getting the lasses to and from training, expenses, and whatever. And he's coming up against teams like the Rangers and Celtic, and and these losses are on a wage. You know, like Rangers players get paid about thirty grand a year, I think. Celtic players are maybe about fifteen to eighteen grand a year. It's absolutely mental. Like they're full, they're essentially full time. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's going to be difficult like when they when when the team comes up against these teams it's going to be difficult but that's no their battle their battle will be against your your Aberdeen your your Hearts your Motherwell the, the the teams in the bottom half of that that league like Spartans uh, so I think just surviving will be a success next season personally maybe maybe Graham Hart and the club themselves have got loftier ambitions I'm not sure but. Just when you take everything into account, I think getting up has been a great achievement, although it was about cruise control for Mr. last season. Uh, and if you had listened to me, you would have Kent at the start of the season that we're going to win the league. Uh, but I'm going to confidently predict they're no going to win the league. They're not going to be back to back champions this season, unfortunately. So if we can just stay up, then to me that would be a success.
0: Yeah, as part of the new structure, Graham Hart will remain as the head coach. Uh, Dundee United Women's FC will eventually make Gussie Park their new home, and the player pathway at the women's first team will be strengthened by the Community Trust Girls Academy as well. Which is, it's great to read and hear all the kind of things that are happening. Given they're only seven years old, the club. Yes. Saying, yeah, you know? yeah.
1: Yeah. No, they've done. They've done absolutely brilliantly, and I think there's there's going to be a bit of a turnover of players as well, uh, because there's been a few that have left. To maybe just go to teams in the league that they, they've just got out of. So they're going to hit a strength and they, They've obviously got, or they do as well have a big predicament. Oh, at present, they didn't hit a keeper because uh, the keeper, Lauren Perry, she actually done her knee in at the, one of the games at the tail end of last season. And she's going to be out for the whole season. And their other keeper, I think her name was Caroline Nashman, she's moved back to America. She was here as a student. So I, I don't know If you've been asked, maybe to get the gloves and shave your legs.
0: Maybe well, again. Yeah, you know, I mean, I shave my legs anyway. But no, no. Same, the niggas asked me to pull the gloves on. Well, it's been a right, long okay. time since that's happened. I'll tell you that much. Well, but you were the yeah. cut. Uh, well, you know, it's been it's been known, back in the day, it was not very good. But you know, it wasn't a. I well, never said but, you were a good cut. It might have been a shite cut, but a cut nonetheless. Yeah. yeah, you know. But no, it's uh, it'll be an interesting one to see how they go. But certainly, we'll keep you updated as as we do once I see when season actually got underway. Is it September time? Is it? No, I think it's. Oh, they're home uh, the same day as us.
1: Yeah, August sixth. Sorry. Is it? Yeah. yeah, that's the first. That's the first game. Motherwell. Yeah. Motherwell. Where's their base going to be then until they go to Gussie? Uh, that is a very good question. I think the they'll harp? have to go. I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, th- I thought they were starting the season at Gussie. I'm not nah. sure. I'll have to look into that. I'll have to look put
0: at it, that and find it, it. Just say it is, and then we'll put it as a fox fact. If it's it's Gussie. Obviously, they're at Gussie our season. Correct. Uh, exciting news this week uh, from the Supporters Foundation. Not only have they, again, uh, been involved in sort of the money thing with Gussie Park and everything, the regeneration, all that kind of stuff, which is amazing, uh, but they have announced... That after sellout live performances in 2020, the international digital tour across 2020 and 2021, uh, the Dundee Rep have included a return of Smile in their 22 23 season, which they launched earlier this week. Um, if you have been living under a rock for a little while, it's a play based on the life of the one and only Jim McLean. Uh, it was a huge favourite with Arabs three years ago. Uh, the Supporters Foundation done a gala night in 2020 blinding success and uh, they said in their statement they were delighted when Dundee Rep approached them a few weeks ago offering to host a similar event in 2023. So on Wednesday 22nd of February, uh, the Rep will once again host the DUSF Gala Evening where United fans can enjoy a fantastic insight into the man who turned a provincial football club into Scottish champions and a genuine European force. Now apparently to make the evening even more special, they've teamed up with us and we'll host a live show following the performance. We'll be joined by several United's legends who played under Jim McLean as special guests. How they've got away with saying that to make it more special, I have no idea. But I mean, I could see, I could see them
1: getting sued at the end of this. Say about four hundred people on there, so uh, we might, we might want to tread carefully here.
0: Uh, tickets for that night in 2023 are reserved for DUSF members only until the fifteenth of july. So if you want to get your ears on a seat, then get to DUSF.scot forward slash shop. Tickets are priced twenty five pounds. It's effectively two shows for the price of one. It includes a halftime pair. Seat numbers are unallocated, so you just sit beside your mates and uh without having to buy tickets together. So they are on sale now. You should have an email for the foundation that went on Friday, uh, but you can just go there shop to buy them, you have to be logged in at the time you've got, what, just short of two weeks to 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 get them, but um, it was a huge surprise to be asked, it was absolutely a delight to be asked as well uh, we've absolutely no idea how it's going to work on the night yet, but we've got months to plan, and it'll be yeah. a lot of fun it will be a lot of fun yeah, we'll
1: all get figured out and it will be a good night, and then I can if we'll make it any they're special with me and you being there But it will be a good night We Aye. can
0: guarantee that Aye. As long as we've got a pair Be fine uh, And talking of live shows uh, Obviously the uh, the Garden was but a memory Five, six weeks ago now uh, Obviously it was the last thing we'd done Because we'd done the, the episode the previous week We've had a bit of silence on it since then uh, Taking that into consideration How did you enjoy the night? How did you feel about it? What was good about it? What... What was a highlight of that? Apart from Peter Houston.
1: <laughs> yeah, Houston was the highlight, wasn't he? He was class. He was really Incredible, eh? Really
0: what a man. What a man. Yeah.
1: yeah. No,
0: it was really good. I
1: was, uh, at the start of it, again, I standing at the side of the stage with you, I was still kicking my breaks, uh, as I always do. And then we went, like, well, you, Ronnie says to me, right, like, we need to write things on curse, so that when we go out, we could say something, because your mind will probably go blank, McNichol, because you're fecking hopeless. Uh, which is very true. So I, I'm standing there like a plonker reading the shite that I've wrote and you, you're just talking away and you've actually nothing on your kids. You just throw them in there and and that, that was it. So it was another wee, nice icebreaker for me, realising that you were completely winging it for the 10 or 15 seconds while we were standing at the front of the stage. But it, it was a great night. Uh, Peter Houston was absolutely brilliant. Craig Conway was great, don't get me wrong, but Houston had some great stories. Yeah. Uh, and he's very good at telling them. Uh, uh, all in all, it was class, and and obviously a big thanks to Nicky Lip as well for coming along. Uh, it couldn't have been any nicer, and the come accommod- accommodating for us come along, gave away a couple of songs. The plan was to today about four songs, but we were running a wee bit of behind time at that point, so we've only got two for him. But uh, yeah, I, I, hopefully everybody that was there enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed being a part of it and speaking to to Husty and Conway, yeah. and. Uh, I, i look forward to the next
0: one yeah so obviously there's been a lot of people have asked um some people have asked where's the episode like on the on the on the monday but obviously we, we said before that it wouldn't be broadcast as an episode certainly not immediately uh now for the past four weeks paul asked me to start uh what we've been doing for the past four weeks and I said, no very much, but I have, I've been really busy with a lot of stuff on, and you take the podcast off, but everything else still sort of rolls along, and there's been loads of stuff going on in the background, so, I haven't got around to it, but the plan is is to put the video version of it available online Um, once we've worked to how to do it, and how much it costs to do that, and it'll be available, now, granted it's online, it's no ideal uh, we did we basically actually thought about putting a DVD out because they were actually relatively easy to go hudda, but we've not done that. Uh, and the actual audio side of the show might appear during the World Cup shutdown. That's possibly a thought process that we've got at the minute. But I do I do want to release it. I do want it to be out there for people, you know, out with the UK that obviously couldn't get to the or people that want to go, and we'll work out once we know where it can be watched and how you can buy it and all that kind of stuff. But we would like to put it out. Um, but we understand six weeks is gone, but it's pretty timeless. Obviously, given it's a, it's a look back at both their careers and how they crossed over, and the stories how you know they both end up joining United, and you know the the pros, the cons, the the cup final, and uh, some of the Q and A and that as well. So it was a hell of a lot of fun uh, to be involved in. It goes very quickly when it is, and like Paul says, really looking forward to the other ones. Um, nothing. There's not. This is not a build up to an announcement. By the way, we've got nothing else planned in, but we've got a couple of ideas for, you know, doing some stuff throughout the season. And we do appreciate every single person that, you know, gets their fifteen quid or whatever it was to to come along, and um, hopefully the people that decided to stay and watch the Champions League. Um, had a horrendous evening and uh, should have been the garden uh, digest. It was it was just great fun to do And Like I say, to Houston and Corn were were brilliant and uh, we did ask them in front of Abdi if they'll come back on the podcast at a later date because you didn't get to do the deep dive that we'd really liked to So, um, but yeah, That was a hell of a lot of fun. But uh, there might be news in the next couple of weeks about the show being available. But I'll leave it with you. I'll leave it with me rather, and I'll get to it anyway. We thought we'd hey, know much to speak about this week, so uh, I asked on uh, Twitter for some questions for a bit of q and A Q&A because we quite like doing these from time to time. And uh, usually, you get a question. Some people like to give us loads of questions, but um, we we uh, <laughs> some some people are having a right uh, a right laugh at these. And uh, they, listen, the questions don't have to be about United. They don't have to be about. They don't have to be about anything. It could just be random. This is where we'll go. I'll start with one for you, Paul. What's a realistic player would you like to see signed for United? Is there a player out there in Scotland or something you've seen that you think, I didn't mind him. I wouldn't mind him. You know,
1: Yeah, think about that, Ron. Come back to that. I'll get myself
0: then. And, uh, you know, just while we're on that, you know, I, I didn't mind the look of the boy boy Jota at the heart's cheeks, but, you know, how they've managed to the 18 million pound of business by Gillette is sensational I mean, talk about hard of. luck stories for Baga I mean, I hope he gets a knighthood soon I mean, it's unreal, it really is it really is uh, Why mm. is a building called a building when it's already built? <laughs>
1: uh, um, I think I can It's like a stand like, Why is a stand a stand when you sit doing it? I don't know <laughs>
0: I don't know I Who that. asked that Is that a Samson question No No that was uh, Sparkly Jane 96 uh, He also <laughs> asked Do we still need to remember To wash our arseholes Of course Always um, Milne's left Peck. Has the boy McNichol Regretted tearing up His Ian Hark's posters After he signed A new contract Fake news <laughs> Fake
1: news Never happened It just got put in the loft And i will stay there My signed picture of Hark's I just uh, that, that was a strange one No eh? like no, me ripping up posters, but Hugs <laughs> taking his time to to come to the conclusion that he wanted to hang about for another only a year. I know
0: that's what I didn't uh, get because we're going to be yeah, the same uh, predicament
1: next summer. Uh-huh. Well, in January, <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you'll be in you'll be in the same predicament because you can leave. So my take on that is it was decent. It was decent to get him to sign up again. I think he's got something to offer us, uh, particularly particularly next to Levitt, if we can get him back as well but to only ah, let's go get you in
0: behind them, pulling the strings out you're
1: saying <laughs> setting up Danny Mullen uh, great. <laughs> yes <to> wait. Uh, <laughs> but I just thought I thought only extending him for a year seemed a bit strange to me it, it reeked of he couldn't have found a better offer elsewhere that's what it reeked of to me mm. and, I, and I'm again that's just my own thoughts on it. I'm not saying that's exactly what's happened maybe I'm way off the beam with that one but I think
0: if he could have got a better offer he'd have been off Uh, But we've gone for another year anyway Uh, Steph asks Is the Fox podcast going to be bringing A blazer and shorts range? I'm not against it I'm not against it I would would even wear it Get the the cardies out Uh, (laughs) Noel Dundee asks Do you wipe your bum with your right or left hand?
1: Well the correct answer would be Neither Uh, I use toilet paper
0: I put the toilet paper in my right hand. Uh, Nigel Green asks, if you could go back in time and watch one game that you either missed or weren't alive for, what game would you choose? Now, I'll let you have a wee think about that. And he adds, I'd probably go for the Dens Park Massacre so I could say I saw Dossing & Co. on one of their finest days. I've seen all of our trophy wins, hence my choice. Of course, our thoughts to." Finn Dawson and his family, of course, for the yes for his loss yeah. over uh, the past week. So, what game? I, I'm like I've said this loads of times, but the 2010 Cup Final.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I was there. I've, if I'm picking one, I'd probably go the New Camp the second oh, time. Oh, just, just because healthy. I mean, there's lo- there's loads of games that I was alive for. I didn't get to, Uh but I think, I think the New Camp is just, there's just something about that. It's iconic. It's just forever etched in every Arab's mind. He, he, even Arabs, like my son's age, like 13, he cans it with have played Barcelona four times in competitive games and we've beat them four times. Uh, there's just something about their games. Uh, away from that, maybe it'd be good to have been at Dens for the League Cup ones. Back in the day, they would have been exceptional as well. But uh, yeah, if I, if I could only pick one, I'd probably pick in a new cup.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll go 22. I've said it before, I had to watch it in the house and it was horrendous. And the, the look on uh, Craig Conway and Peter Houston's face when I tell them that backstage the other week, they're like, Well, you weren't even there. I was like, Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was as close to disgust as the, the game all night, I think. <laughs> I think he actually took, think Conway actually took his hand out the Pringles box, put his sandwich down, and stopped drinking his bottle of beer for a second. <laughs> uh, Richard Rockefeller, who's the most disappointing United player you've seen? Not necessarily the worst, but one you had high hopes for who didn't reach oh. expectations or somebody you didn't rate. Right. right, Sean's jumped in here where yeah. Lee Muller or Stevie Crawford Lee, Lee, Lee Muller on Miller mine was, is up there, he was on the tip of my And, and, pure, and purely because how well he used to play in my championship manager, well, my football manager team. See, when I signed Aaron Cool, I thought, Oh, this is tidy. He was loving. No. You, Maybe what were you, Aaron months. Barton? You were Barton and Paul Quinn, were you? You were you were.
1: <sighs> <laughs> nah, like, no, nah, because the, the question was the most disappointing. So, yeah. when we signed boys like Barton and Quinn, I have no expectations. Mm-hmm. But when we signed Lee Miller, that was that was about a splash for 50 similar grand less
0: than uh Dylan Levitt, <laughs> <sighs> exactly, exactly.
1: <laughs> and it was similar, similar. We uh Stevie Crawford, mm-hmm. Does, did he mention him as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. like he, he he should have been better than he was as well but he wasn't a. Billy McKay oh, McKenna, he was only on loan and he, he he did seem to score our goals at one point but that seemed to be penalties and he couldn't he couldn't, uh, keep he couldn't on. score a one-on-one to save himself <laughs> so yeah there, there's been there's been a few players like I mean there's been there's been players that that we've signed that I thought were excellent and and then They just disappeared like David Fernandez or David Fernandez. Good he was a great player, good player. Like, and he's he's, he's done all right for us. he scored a world day at Parkhead Parkhead. Ah, I think so. Eh? Ah. He was a good player, it just seemed to disappear. And obviously, the, the, the greatest ever United for one of them, Roger Boley He could have been he could have been extra special. Uh, loves Dundee, had a son here, so obviously happy that night. Uh, but yeah, it's pro- probably Lee Miller if I'm if I'm. Only allowed to say one name, probably Lee I'm Miller. I had I'm a wee bit more time to think about it. Might come up with somebody else, but Lee Miller. Alec Mathis on the list as well. He was mm. he was thinking, but Lee
0: I'm Miller going to Lee be Miller. Because of,
1: eh? uh, yeah, because we seem to push the boat out to get him. Well, it. Well, I was
0: gonna say he come on the boat. And he aye and he should have been really, really good. And he uh, was just really, really shy. He was garbage. Oh, anyway. Garbage. Uh, Derek asked do you boys think our first three signings will be paraded in conjunction with a new strip coming out ready to be paraded? I've no idea. I've generally no idea about the strip hope, when it comes out. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> no idea. hope so. Somebody told us the other day that the training kit's not even the training kit. So I'm like, well, I've no idea anymore.
1: But then that that was, the, that was the word last season as well. Mind, uh, we've got this green kit and Abdi loves it. Mm. But it's actually, it was just because that was how they had left or I something. Know. So they stuck a United badge on it.
0: And there's something else we're speaker to speak about United badge. It's too much clumsy negative space, mate. Clumsy uh, negative space. We're book clumsy negative <laughs> clumsy space. Clumsy negative you got podcast. we episodes of clumsy <laughs> negative space. <laughs> <laughs> I was Jesus. going to be in my intro, right? I was going to do that in the intro for a bit of a laugh. And I thought, Kim, what can I <laughs> do with the hassle? So, uh, <laughs> so another bar putting it in, but uh, yeah, right. Badge, are you the that badge. are
1: you generally oh, that fast about it? No, nah, not at all. Not at all. Adam Milroy's already tattooed it on
0: uh, on her mate Jim. Oh, I've Scuff, seen that ah, Beautiful, ah, beautiful. Uh, ah, that's the it's much better than that boy. It's got it, got it on his leg to be fair, can he still... ah, he's but,
1: but again, that boy's an arsehole So, uh, anything Correct. would be better. Um, anything
0: would be better. Badge, move on. <laughs> <laughs> Strap yourself in, people. Answer this one at home. Alex Mannion. Might win question of the day today right now. Now, would you rather fight (laughs) 50 duck-sized Duncan Fergusons or a Duncan (laughs) Ferguson-sized duck? duck? (laughs) (laughs) I'd
1: probably take on the Duncan Ferguson-sized duck because 50... Duncan Ferguson's name out of the height would I mean I can I'm no one in that I'm no one in that we won Duncan Ferguson at any height. Uh, i probably start on the giant
0: duck. Incredible. Uh, Ronnie Fife asks, I'd like to know I'd like to know your thoughts on returning players. Do they ever work out being a success? Apart from Levitt, of course, if he returns. Now, before Paul jumps in, I'm just gonna say I think Charlie Mulgrew's clearly worked. Other than that though. Some of them
1: Flood was you know all right the second time, maybe the third and fourth, not so much, but yeah. I think the second time, goody would say
0: no, probably yeah, Gomez. Gomez didn't work out, no. So, overall, we're saying no right now, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm uh, Brewster, I'm struggling.
1: Well, no, clearly, clearly, no, unfortunately. So, we're saying no. But at. then he, but he came back as a thirty nine year old player manager. But uh, well, uh, it, just, it just didn't work out for whatever reason. It didn't work out at all.
0: So again, uh, if we were to think these things through, obviously, but we liked. I, we prefer to do these week looking at the questions. We just like to ask them right away. I would say Mulgrew works. Yeah, but I think we're struggling. Yeah, other than that, but if there's Wilson, any
1: Mark Wilson when he came back, didn't I mean, he? Done all right, I suppose. He'd uh, he's all uh, right, but he wasn't uh, no as good as the first time. No. I would hate, I would hear a list of other players that have have came back to be honest with you, and then I would probably be
0: like, nah, 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 nah. Hmm, maybe. So I think on the whole, nah. Nah. Uh Neil asks, what's your favourite breakfast cereal?
1: probably, probably conflicts. I'm a wee bit of boring now. Conflicts? I, I, I can like I can there's a world of cereal out there, but conflicts. It's got To be Kellogg's, though it can't be hitting us when they little conflicts because like, it's like you're you not even saying difference. like
0: frosties before they took all the sugar out, or crunchy nut conflicts before they took mm-hmm. the sugar out, or oh, ricicles crun- when crun- you
1: could bear them. Crunchy nut conflicts are the, the bomb, they are tasty, I'll give you that. But they you could actually feel your teeth melting when you're eating them, they're really no good for you.
0: Lucky charms Conflakes. for me, like four pound a box <laughs> right enough. Lucky charms, amazing, four pound <laughs> <£4 laughs> a box. Eh? Four-pointer box podcast oh, going well, lads. I've just bought two cheesy,
1: boxes. cheesy peeps. That's that's that's, that's it. Fully just about it's just about a week's worth <laughs> of lucky charms. It's
0: class. Um, scarf Jim that's just got the real tattoo of the badges. Um, have you got any more star guests lined up for the near future? And any new games for the next season of the podcast? Um, if you're still listening at this point, next week's episode 150. I'll leave that with and And uh, yes. We have got well, we didn't have a new game. I'll just tell you who am I is coming back for this season with different rules and we're gonna be doing something else that involves people voting on Twitter. We'll leave it at that. They will both start at the first episode in well, probably after uh, the first uh, first game of the season. That's when it'll start. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um Ali Heather, who uh, Paul forgot to thank for filming the live show. Um yeah. and uh can we, we uh, what do think I should say this? I'll say it anyway. Can we paid for him to, to, uh, to go out and he like entertain some ladies, I believe? Mm-hmm. Lady, mm-hmm. lady, I mean, yes. And uh, he said, thanks very much, lad. So basically, he was triple dating, that's what it feels like. It feels like we were on a date with him, but no, really. Nah, we, uh, He was on our dime, aye, aye, and we never got any of the dessert, if you get what I'm saying, right? Anyway. What's the predictions for the women's team in terms of competitiveness, media coverage, and attendances? I think they should get more coverage being in that league, eh? Even like the yeah.
1: SPFL website and stuff like that. and They should do. They'll be on TV as well. I think there's a highlights programme oh, nice. every week uh, with the, the, the women's top league, certainly. So they should be on TV, so they get a wee bit of exposure there. Competitiveness. For my money, it's probably going to be fifty fifty. I think they'll find half the games incredibly difficult, mm. and the other half they're going to have a chance if they play well uh what was his the third pair of Eyes, competitiveness exposure and uh attendances attendances. I'm going to guess they'll get more than they have been getting, but that will be down to the fact that it's at Gussie Park and it's a lot easier to actually go and watch a game of football. So you, you don't have to stand in bushies looking through a fence. You can actually get to the side of the pitch. And I know that the plan, together with the foundation funding it, obviously, is to have like a, a seated area. It and needs I'm, that, I'm doesn't sure. it? It does. I think it needs that. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting that. Like, And, and I know exactly where they're going to put that. I saw the drawings and that and... That'll make a difference as well, but yeah, I don't know. I went to a few games or quite a few games last season. I'm not sure if there was even a hundred at these games, but when the one that they held at Tanadice, there was over 700 there. I'm not saying for a second that I think they'll get 700 every week, but I think they'll maybe get 100 to to 200. I would imagine for their games, which they deserve, you know. They've they've run up through the leagues within seven years. They're in the top league now. They, they do play some good football. So, yeah, hopefully they do get a wee bit of an increase in uh, the crowd.
0: Mm. Uh, Grumpy and asked a few things, but I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll ask you one of them. Uh, most hated opposition player?
1: Oh, Barry Ferguson.
0: <laughs> oh, really?
1: Uh, I wasn't a fan of Barry Ferguson. There's a few, though. Scott, Scott Brown, Barry Ferguson. <sighs> Marco Negri.
0: Roy Aiken, Marco Negri, Chris Boyd. Christ <laughs> almighty.
1: See the, a, see the a bizarre thing,
0: right? see, see the bizarre thing on it. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'll not be a Dundee player, like because. Nah, love playing them. <laughs> ah, but in general, it's no hate thing. It's not, it never will be. But that's Paul, like Paul McGowan. <laughs> I, I don't hate him. I pity him. Paul McMullen I'm absolutely.
1: Paul, I don't hate Paul McMillan. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I never thought I would. The day would come when I would be jealous, of oh, Paul McGowan's hair. You I said to me before went.
0: the show We need uh, the Kirt Hall So we could both go to Turkey
1: <laughs> Exactly We we, we, need a, we need to do something reverse. We need to go for I the t- well,
0: going. I'll let someone else uh, I'll, I'll give another exclusive Because it's the first episode right? And people might not be listening by now But uh, And Paul doesn't actually Ken, That's what I want to tell him So at the next live show um, I'm going to do Brave the Shave eh? like I'm going to do that nice. And uh, nice. I've signed up for that But I've, my date's random, because I've no, we've no decided what we're doing I'm just going to do that, and I was telling Claire this, right, and she went when's the next live show, I says well I don't can, it could be September, it could be October, we're really done can. we might do something during the World Cup, I don't know, I really don't know, it's like yeah, we're going holiday in November, I was like and? Oh, can't, I, can't, I be, can't be going there like that, it's like, how no look at us <laughs> now, like she's like hey. Eh? So it doesn't matter It
1: doesn't
0: You're not going to You're not going to Get a haircut until uh, uh, Well I'm trying to, But it's already getting Really annoying So I might just need To get uh, tidied up I'm starting to look right. like Chris McIntosh Although it's much better Than mine But it's uh, <laughs> It's, got it's, a good it's of hair. fucking horrendous So that, that's my plan My plan's just to do that And I want it. And what? was getting to shave it Well I a not ken yet. My mate's desperate to do it But I might get you to do it I did not
1: I'll, dare like that. I'll
0: get my manscaper out. I've done a Kenya, so that's <laughs> <a> we clean. <laughs> if they're still listening, just that's a wee exclusive. So now it's really out there. Claire's not got a hope, and with no happening. So anyway, uh, uh, what's the next question? Who's your favourite serial killer?
1: Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs>
0: We've been asked that in before. It's probably. I've got. I've got a
1: question for my brother, and I'll let you answer, it, Rondo. It was which player from the past? That you've watched play for United. Would you like to be at United this season? Now obviously it can be somebody that doesn't play anymore, but so you're you're kind of looking at a, a favorite player. Because somebody like me, I would say Neri or Sturrock or whatever. But what about you? What's the player that's once played Brewster. for United in the past? You'd have Brewster back.
0: Tall set tall center forward, Ken's where the goal is, good touch. Ah, I'd hear Brewster. That's purely um, on what we have, need.
1: I would have thought that you would have went Charlie Miller. But Brewster's a good
0: choice I'll give you that He's a cup winner uh, we're, we're killing it for that if, if you could tell If you could say One for each position I'd say him Miller Didn't really see pomp Maybe Petrich Or or a Welsh <laughs> But Hardy And in goal Never seen the goalie Guido probably For me He mm-hmm. was a favourite Keeper of mine Alan Main Obviously really good um, Dusan. Really good, so yeah, yeah. We'd, um, that's a cracker. That's a cracker for him. I like that. Decent. decent. So, why would you hate Would you go? Pretty obvious. Would you go Nery?
1: Uh, well, we've got Ross Graham. We're number six these days. So, I'm not sure. sure if he would take that jersey for him. Uh, <laughs> I think I'd like Big Dunk just to just to
0: watch a striker bully boys uh, for ninety minutes every week. I'd go Big Dunk. Um, the Dove uh, asks, who would win a fight between you two?
1: I'm not much of a fighter, and uh, I think very, I've got a
0: distinct height advantage. I'm very much a lover, not a fighter. Claire would tell uh, you that.
1: I <laughs> I, I'm not even that.
0: Uh, no, you're aggressive, uh, I've heard.
1: I, I don't know, I can't. <laughs> we'll, we'll, never, we'll, we'll never fight. We'll never fight. So, we'll, we'll never, fight. If Paul he, says he's he, never made love to himself. That's a lie. I'm, I'm, I'm saying right now that we'll never fight. However, if I keep getting tell Danny Mullins sign up, it's <laughs> got announced in 48 hours then... <laughs> <laughs> like, I might hear a throw down. So, oh, uh, that, that's a wee heads up for you, Rondo.
0: Um You've already covered it about Fleetwood Away. Dunk's asking if, if you if going, if so, you're staying over or there and back in one chaotic day. Going down Friday, staying over, going to the game, driving
1: him. Podcast Sunday.
0: Podcast Sunday. <laughs> uh, tell, I tell him to start his podcast kit, and his missus went, you know, not going need his podcast kit because we're coming back. I thought, going You're back. not tearing up. In work on a Saturday night, no, I've got to be responsible. I'll be, be in, responsible, I'll be in that because I can't get the night off. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex Stevenson, is there a better chocolate biscuit than a chocolate digestive? I mean, it's a tasty biscuit, uh,
1: chocolate hobnob. There's your better chocolate biscuit.
0: hobnob. There's my better goodness, biscuit.
1: I mean, that might just edge it.
0: And why aren't uh, there salt and vinegar? What's it? Hmm?
1: Well you want to get cheesy watches though, do you? you uh,
0: well, do you
1: get other fancy? I, fl- Flaming
0: I can, Hall? actually. Flaming Holland, they're pretty good.
1: Uh, I'm not a fan of salt and vinegar crisps. Anyway, I'll throw that right at uh, go. Not a fan
0: Uh Dave Connor, is the boy McNichol a big fan of silent discos or just salt and vinegar ends? Genius. Probably I love that. That's a great recall back to a previous post of yours that you were involved yeah. in. And then yeah. he just turns it on his head. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's uh, definitely not a fan of salt and vinegar discos, so it would take to be silent discos. What's so. your uh,
0: scran hopes for the season? Chili and cheese on that hot dog? <laughs>
1: uh, cheaper prices, better fare, a pot of chili, a Tupperware dish a grate of grated cheese behind them, and then if I order a chili and cheese hot dog, put them all together and hand it over to us. Uh,
0: Finley asks £3. What were you class as a successful season for Jack Ross?
1: He's got to get top six, I would say for it to be a successful season but I'll say that every season for a United manager no matter who they are I would imagine that the club are looking for slightly more attractive football more goals because we only I think we only scored 37 goals 36 mm. 37 goals last yeah. season uh, and I would I mean you could never know for, for definite but I would think if we were to only score 37 goals again I don't think we'd finish fourth in the league next season but Again, I could have said that this time last year, and we did finish fourth. So I think it would be very unlikely, though. So we're going to get a team on the park that creates a wee bit more, scores more goals, uh, and maybe just defends as well as we have done. Uh, but my, my fear is that we might gear up something defensively if we offer a wee bit of more going forward. But yeah. that will remain to be seen.
0: Uh, Aidan asks, "Who's been your favourite signing so far this summer?" Ian Hark's by a mile I'd have said Jack Ross especially for his Cardi and uh, or jacket and shorts combo <laughs> uh, Callum asked, what's the worst part of the United fan base I'll tell you exactly the worst part of the United fan base was the boy that bought the last bridey at Dunfernoir about three years ago that still haunts me to this day <laughs> okay. well,
1: the food snatcher uh, the worst part I don't know I am going to say that was the worst part no. there's, there's things like when, you, when you're on social media it can People are frustrated just now, Ken, when, when the club posts something and it's announced this, Ken, stop asking for money and stop this, stop that. Just give us sign in. The, look, the club are obviously working. They're working behind the scenes to try and get people in, and I'm no party to any of that nonsense that goes on, but they'll no be sitting twiddling their thumbs. They, they can, looking at the squad list, that we are needing players in almost every area. Every area, maybe bar the defence, uh, so they will be working But boys are just frustrated Because they see other teams Bringing in Three, four, five players And we've only re-signed one And we've lost about eight or something So Boys are just frustrated The worst part of being a United fan I wouldn't say that was a worst part I yeah. quite
0: like being a United fan
1: yeah. Imagine if you were a Dundee
0: fan Jesus Just be a beat just four man Come on <sighs>
1: be a long list if somebody <laughs> says what's the worst part of being Dundee? <laughs> a Dundee fan? a four hour podcast
0: uh, poor man Williams asks what's what's the dream opposition for a first Euro away trip so based on the teams that we could get mm. and elect I think for me it's probably a pretty, pretty tasty yeah. affair like.
1: Belgium or Holland <laughs> it's pretty tasty well, or Portugal you can maybe get like five days out of that and come
0: back with your tan for the second leg oh, uh, looking, good luck good luck uh, I'll put that permission slip in now will uh? I uh, na- neighbor, your, your boss, your boss, listens. It's fine. Can he's he's not been as keen. I eh, that's because he's going. He goes on the bevy at the Munich fest eh? to the to that the beery thing. So, uh, um, yeah, so
1: you do that every year, I do that can,
0: any year, I can of follow
1: United every can, year. I'm
0: trapped on that's what it is. Um, will you be doing a podcast special guest session with Houston and Craig Comey now? Their podcast, Pals for those who couldn't make the live show. Yes, they will be on later on the year, but let's say the live show will hopefully come out. Uh, Shed 70, how excited are you about this? Dylan Levitt going to United, yes, we are very, very excited. Um, BD underscore Alexander, is Dave Neary ever likely to be on the podcast? Unfortunately,
1: not. And I I don't know if people believe us when we say that that maybe think ah you're just saying that nah but (laughs) no. like there were a lot of things but when it comes to that we're very honest Uh, we have we have tried to get him on Uh, not face to face obviously I don't think he would be me or Rondo the time of day but we have definitely spoke to people that that speak to him and even speaking to ex-players that we've had on Heggie, Holtie Logie, they all say oh, you'll not get you'll no get Big Sash. He doesn't speak to anybody. So unfortunately not. That's just the way it'll
0: be. Uh Colum asks, will we get revenge for Roger Bowley at Rugby Park at the first game of the season?
1: Yes. Yes, we will.
0: Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, Adi Arab, uh, does Ronnie have a new entrance song for the team? Or what could it be if it's still the same? Uh, I have to be diplomatic here and say no comment at the moment. Do you, so, do you? I
1: know you get to pick some of the songs. Do you pick the entrance? Do you, you pick you, the you Some song? of the
0: songs. <laughs> A fair portion, but and you must get told. Do you pick other songs? But what songs are you on about? Like in the whole thing, like before, during, and after. No, like uh, half half times all you. Uh, so it's before the game.
1: Is it all you? Ah. So you didn't get to tell No. Does. Uh so you're so you could you could like really push the boat here. You could hit like an angry swear fest or something. The,
0: the only the, the the one song that is always up for discussion is the song the team come out to. There's uh-huh. always a conversation. That is always a conversation thing. The rest of it's totally me. The, and you're telling me
1: that you get you get an input to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're telling me that the team have never run out of
0: Tanadice to inbox the hands. <laughs> I've, I've, I've fought for you on that loads of times and they just, you are a And they just piss themselves laughing every time I recommend that
1: Well I need names and numbers and on, I need man. to go to and speak to people
0: <laughs> You speak, you address it to the executive board Unacceptable Yeah, there, there's always a discussion over that I I, I don't know if something new will be in place for Sunderland But certainly for when the mighty Livingston come to Tannadice I would imagine we'll. I would. I would think it might be something different because we've done it every season. We've done something different so the last few years. So that's what would. That's what we'd think. Are we think. we're
1: we still keeping away the wrestling themes oh, this season, of course. Just space fillers, we'll of, call them.
0: Course, well, they are. Yeah, that's exactly what they yeah. are. So, yep. Cool. Um, yeah. No. No. I think that's that's kind of the plan. So we'll see what. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll see what see what there is. So, uh, where are we? Uh, last one. <laughs> Oh, can pull yourself together, man. Behave yourself. 39 year old man. Oh. <laughs> Would you rather pump a hun or a dirty D?
1: A life of celibacy. Join the monastery.
0: Oh anyway. Oh, thank you very much to everyone who uh, has asked questions today. Couldn't obviously get through uh, through them all but we do appreciate getting through as many as we can if we did miss them we will do the Q&A probably again in a couple of weeks when there's nothing else really getting any sign-ins or players leave in or managers leave in. you know what I mean it'll be, it'll be a quiet affair quiet affair um, I've still got on this day for you today though i it. An uh, association with Arab Archive preserving the history of Dundee United Football Clubs since 2006 4th of July of course our focus today one game two signings and a podcast pal celebrates a birthday this week. <clears throat> to the game, and Dundee had completed a 3-0 victory at Montrose in this pre-season friendly. Manager Ray McKinnon awarded starts to new signings Paul McMillan, Billy King and James Keatings, while also included the same number of trialists. Goalkeeper Dennis Mehmet, defender Paul Quinn, and midfielder, Jordy Briels. The wee team's McMullins deflected 15th, 15th minute lead. Uh, he, stuck with, he, he got with a head in the 15th minute. His initial effort blocked uh, before William Edge and Gelliar added a close range second, following a corner prior to the break, and that advantage was extended early in the second half as Matty Smith headed a newcomer Keaton's cross. We must have seen a lot in Paul Quinn that day against Montrose.
1: And we kept a clean sheet somehow. That alone is... Uh... Is up there with Jesus rolling away that
0: rock round about Easter time. That is a, a miracle. An absolute miracle. Sign-ins. A double sign-in by Jackie McNamara. One was handed a three-year deal, played once and was hopeless. The others had two spells at the club. And this one we've, we forgot about, and you would say maybe return till late, late, didn't work out. Uh, he's never far from the headlines. He's missed in the middle of the park, for sure. Uh, in total, made 134 appearances, scored six, including the Derby double. On this day in 2013, United signed Kudus Oyunaga and Callum Butcher.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree with you. I think Butcher is one of the successes the second time around. We've uh, still the, not got many. The Kudu, he, yeah, the, the Kudus Oyanuga though, uh, he's somebody that, that we've been told for players that played beside him that day at his trial, he was sensational. Mm. He was just like, he was, the, he was the one out of the two of them that you thought, right, get definitely get him signed up for X amount of years and uh, yeah he was absolutely loud for us and uh, he's won appearance or however many he played he was stinking so
0: hey ho do you mind Sean Dillon Tell us he was eating a, Mac- a McDonald's or a Burger King in the, in the airport before they went on pre-season like I mean uh, uh, what's going on and our birthday boy podcast pal made 71 appearances for United scored 6 goals including that 6th goal happy 27th birthday today to Charlie Telford
1: Happy birthday, Chico. Indeed. Good lad. Good lad. Smart lad. Scored number
0: six. Don't know where he'll end up, though. I don't think he's got a new club yet.
1: I think Bayern Munich are interested in him. Yeah. Speaking
0: of Tom. Yeah. Right. That is it. Our first episode for season 22 23 is done. It's another milestone next week as we reach episode 150. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on social media, you can grab some merch, including the t shirts we were wearing at the live show at DodeFoxPodcast.com. Do have a great week, do stay safe, and don't forget, as always, wash your hands and your arsehole.